0: Bum 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 bum. occult. Hello and welcome to this edition of Bumfries occult, the season two finale, no less. As you know at Bumfries occult, we welcome your reader letters. This week we have received an interesting missive from. Jasper Fotheringay, from Ashby de la Zouch in Leicestershire. Jasper writes, As a long-standing fan of Bumfrey's cult, I follow with interest your adventures and machinations. I have noted, though, that during season two, things have rather deteriorated, and the episodes have become festooned with erections seminal fluids, and items being inserted into people's bottoms. Come on, Bumphrey, straighten up and fly right, and let's get things above board and back on a level footing for the season finale. Do you know, listeners, I do believe he has a point. It is so often when one has plumbed the depths of sexual depravity there is nothing better than associating oneself and indeed reacquainting the spirits with all that is wholesome and pure. With that in mind, then, the canvas on which we paint this episode will be the world of village cricket where occult, nonsenses and deviances have been engaged in defaming that noble sport. Let us continue, then, with Season 2, Episode 10, the finale of Bumfrey's occult, The Cursed Cricket Bat. As was alluded to in the earlier episode with the man-eating Scottish slug, Bumfrey is known for delivering his spinning slows... For the village team. Strange occurrences had been occurring and indeed happening at the clubhouse. And good old Bumphrey had been detailed to keep an eye on things at the next village cricket social to see what was going on. Instances had been reported of people feeling very weak, drained. And not being able to get out of the bed at all after an instance of cricket at the cricket club. And so it was that Bunny and I put on our black tie and tails headed to the cricket club for the social evening where all kinds of occult miasma were revealed before your very ears. The evening began in conventional fashion. There was a traditional jazz band, a buffet, some dancing, champagne cocktails, speeches, and a general atmosphere of esprit de corps and bonhomie. As the cockles were warmed by the alcohol that was being imbibed, tongues started to wag, and tales were told. Bumfrey was all ears. An antique cricket bat sat in pride of place in the club's trophy cabinet. It was explained to me that it had been purchased from Transylvania, where it had been used during the 1891 England tour of that god-forsaken province. It was signed by all the England cricketers of the era, including W.G. Grace, "'C.B. Fry, and Ranjit Sinji, "'and was worth a fortune. "'Having rather overdone the pink gins and champagne, "'I took a moment to go to the gentleman's convenience "'to empty my rather overfull bladder. "'I said my excuses to Bunny "'and told him I would be back within a few minutes. "'Having relieved myself, And in the process of washing my hands, I could hear the jazz bubbling away, muffled in sound, through the toilet wall. And as I made my approach back to the ballroom, other strange sounds made themselves apparent. As I re-entered the party room, I got the shock of my life. Every man and woman was naked as the day they were born and were engaged in erotic and, quite frankly, ridiculously athletic sexual couplings, banging away, going at it, hammer and tongs. Far from being a clean episode of Bumfrey's Occult, things got actually worse. As you know, listeners, I don't stand for any nonsense, and I knew this amount of sexual fumblings Bumblings and indeed tumblings. It's not how English people operate. There had to be an occult catalyst for this level of sexual intensity. The English people of suburbia don't just drop all their clothes off and start bonking in front of each other, all over the tables, knocking the shampers everywhere. No, no, no. That is for the bedroom, for the marriageable bed. <laughs> Casting my warlockian eye over proceedings quickly and trying to avoid the bouncing breasts, pulsating vagines and throbbing cocks, i soon identified the culprit. The Transylvanian cricket bat was glowing with an unearthly, ethereal light. It was obviously this cricket bat that was transporting these rather staid individuals into throes of aggressive sexual ecstasy. To top it all, there was Bunny at the centre of it, like some deranged practitioner of the Karma Sutra, with his cock deep in the captain's wife, and merrily at play in four other vaginas, having one in each hand, and one in each foot. It was quite the thing to see, and one had to admire his athleticism, even if one did not admire his rather brazen attitude to public display. I acted quickly, throwing a chair into the trophy cabinet, smashing a glass, getting hold of the mythical cricket bat of erotic control. I grabbed hold of the accursed item, "'and ran out of the ballroom as fast as my legs would carry me. "'I could feel its occult power surging through my veins. "'A tremendous erection blew my trousers off my legs. <sighs> "'It was very difficult to run with the Bunfrey member at full pelt, "'nearly poking me in the eye as I went along. "'I took it on to the centre of the cricket square, "'covered it in petrol, and burnt the fucker to ashes. "'But not before I had spontaneously ejaculated and orgasmed fifteen times before the process was complete. You can imagine I was exhausted, trouserless and covered in spunk by the time my act was complete. Panting, I returned to the ballroom, my boner finally reducing in girth. "'to some small degree. "'The shame upon the faces "'of the suburban husbands and wives of the cricket club "'was writ large to see. "'It gently shuffled away, "'putting their clothes back on. "'A muted thanks was received, "'as, of course, the occult power "'had forced them into throes of sexual ecstasy, "'the likes of which they had never have achieved.' "'without the addition of the occult cricket bat. "'Having found a pair of white cricket trousers in lost property, "'I covered up my member and tried to reassume my dignity. "'Party was breaking up, obviously, in a sea of embarrassment. "'I located Bunny and patted him on the back. "'Bunny, Bunny, I didn't know you had it in, you old man. Five for geans in one go.' Oh, well, I was rather possessed by the occult spirits, Bumfrey, you know. Well, fair play to you, old boy. There's plenty of life in the old dog yet. Yes, well, let's not talk of it. Shall will have a, a sherry at the bar. Why not? And Bunny and myself proceeded to get a roaring drunk. We had saved suburbia from sexual ecstasy. And restored order. Back to the cricket club. Although. The episode was indeed. Incredibly rude. Just like most of the other ones. In this season. Apologies to our listeners. With more delicate. Erotic sensibilities. Tune in. Next time. When we will launch. Season three. In which all kinds. Of unhinged improvised occult investigatory nonsenses will be exploding into your mind tank like an erotic thunderbolt from far schlong spraying you with occult knowledge there is only one bumfritz occult bum 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 bum, 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 bum. Bumfries,